1: You are listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast, and this is our review of Brittany Runs a Marathon. What brings you in today? Uh, I have a hard time focusing. You get enough sleep every night? Drinks on me for this side of the room. How much is enough?
0: Six to eight hours. Oh, way more than that.
1: (laughs) I had a friend. She was prescribed um, Adderall, and now she's very alert. You know, some people abuse Adderall. Let's get you healthy. I want you to try losing 55 pounds. That's the weight of a Siberian Husky. You want me to pull a medium-sized working dog off of my body? I'm starting to feel like everyone's lives are going places, and mine's sort of stuck. Hold it! Hold it, please! Try not to leave all your stuff in the hallway. That'd be the third time this month. Change is possible.
0: If I keep interviewing, no one thinks I'm the right fit. I would love you to walk me through CPR for this stall. I'm sorry. This child is dead.
1: I need to get a teeny bit healthier. We have rates as low as $129 a month. You do know that people can run outside. That is zero. blocks. I ran today. why the hell? You do that? Somebody chasing you? Though?
0: You can do it. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it. Oh, sorry, I'm talking myself. My sister. She owns a company. A house and pet sitting. All right. I'll stay.
1: Bad taste in music. You the new girl? I'm the nighttime guy, Jaren. I'm done with the drinking, I'm done with the smoking. 50,000 people from around the world are racing today. I want to run the New York City Marathon. I think that is such a good idea.
0: Hmm, That's a bad omen. Hold it. Hold it. This? Oh,
1: thank you so much i'm really good at making profiles god woman it's not that bad i'm just gonna give you mine okay do you know how to spell herpes this is my I start, I I go too far.
0: my whole life the world told me i was lazy because the way i looked <gasps> i was trying to turn my life around everything's gonna be fine people help doors for me i'll hold doors for
1: you this is my life changing your life was never about your weight Hold it, please. it was about you taking responsibility for yourself we're going backwards all right everyone you were just listening to the trailer for Britney runs a marathon and the story is as follows a hard partying woman receives a startling wake-up call when a visit to the doctor reveals how unhealthy she is. Motivated to lose weight, she soon takes up running to help her prepare for her ultimate goal of competing in the New York City Marathon. The film is starring Gillian Bell, Michaela Watkins, Utkarsh Umbachter, Lil Ray Howery, Micah Stock, and Alice Lee. It is written and directed by Paul Down's Colazzo. And here to join me for this podcast review, I have Dan Bayer.
0: Good evening.
1: Two fellow New York Cityers.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
1: New Yorkers. New Yorkers. New Yorkians. Although
0: I'm in Manhattan and you're in Brooklyn. And this one takes place in Queens. So we got three of the five boroughs covered. All right. All right. Hey, <laughs> we're
1: getting somewhere, at least. Uh, every now and then, Dan, I like to go to the movies and I like to just have fun. I, you know, me too. And it's kind of rare, I think, nowadays for that sort of thing to happen, mostly because, you know, my movie watching is split between cinema that gets me high off of, well, <laughs> good cinema um, yeah. and then there's some very serious very hard cinema <laughs> and then there is trash garbage cinema <laughs> and then there's Brittany Runs a Marathon which in many ways is kind of just that light, very easy, very uh, easily digestible, not really offensive but entertaining, pure light-hearted cinema And it's the kind of movie where a lot of it works and it doesn't necessarily go above and beyond. Like, it's not what I would deem something like a cinematic masterpiece. But it is something that if it were, you know, on TV and I happen to be scrolling through, (laughs) acting like I have cable. Who has cable nowadays? (laughs) I do. But you get the idea. This is the kind of thing that I would definitely stop and I would, uh, you know, continue to watch. Because Britney Runs a Marathon is, in every sense of the word, a true winner. It is a winner of a film through and through for just how – God, just
0: how it makes you feel, man. <laughs> Seriously. I mean I, I think you hit it on the head when you called this pure. Um, Everything about this movie is really – honestly, like, that's the word that I keep coming back to when i think of this movie it's just pure it the laughs are pure the heartbreak is pure the um and the the feeling that just runs through the whole movie is pure and i you can tell that it's like very personal for everyone who made it and i mean sure enough uh paul down's who directed and wrote it, he based it off of a real-life friend of his. And, I mean, it, it feels real. Like, just heightened enough, you know, to be a movie, but everything about, like, it's very grounded. You know, nothing in it feels too exaggerated, even though Gillian Bell is, like, this comic force that we've seen in 22 Jump Street and other movies um, and TV shows. Like, she's more human scale in this and it's she's such an incredible performance in this movie um i you identify with her right from the very start and that does not let up throughout the whole thing even when she's being irritating and making not bad decisions but perhaps unwise choices um, it still makes sense and you feel for her because she's created, she's grounded this character so well.
1: I agree that the film gets a tremendous amount of empathy from its audience for its lead character, even though in many ways, and this is a comparison you may hear me bring up a few times during this review. Um, in many ways, the character reminds me of the one that Amy Schumer plays in Trainwreck yeah. and that their life seems to be stuck they definitely seem to be the type of uh, personality that, you know, others don't really like to be around, but they tolerate more so than anything.
0: A party girl who parties a little too hardy.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I do think that there is a similar formula between both movies to a certain degree. Uh, somewhat. But I actually prefer this one more,
0: I think. I, I Me too, and I think that's because this, like, It ultimately is a an underdog sports movie, and it sticks more to those tropes than it does the rom com stuff that Trainwreck tried to do a lot. And actually, there's like (laughs) the middle part of this movie it threatens to become a rom com. Oh yes, I think that's actually the worst part of the movie. It's certainly the least interesting part of the movie, um, but that is when the pacing starts to go a bit, little bit slack, and it starts to lose its way a little. Um, and once it gets back to focusing on, um, you know, Brittany's actual character and the running of it all, it it gets a lot better.
1: I will say that, yes, that is probably the least interesting aspect of the movie for me as well, because it does start to really uh, kind of dilly-dabble into the traditional rom-com tropes. But what I like about it more so than anything, and you have to do this if you're telling a contemporary New York story, is I love the diversity oh, in the characters. Yes. yes. And I love the representation that we are seeing on screen um, with all of the supporting characters in this movie, actually, from... You know her uh, from her gay friend who runs alongside her.
0: Yes, Micah Stock, who I love.
1: Hmm. Who he was really, really funny in this. I mean, like genuinely really funny. He is really funny. <laughs>
0: I saw him um, a few years ago on Broadway in uh, the plays the thing, and he is a total scene stealer. So I was so ready to see him in this, and sure enough, he did the exact same thing.
1: <laughs> and uh, Michaela Watkins also I, I think is uh, fantastic in this as well yeah. as. I think it's Britney's neighbor, right?
0: Uh yes, her her upstairs neighbor.
1: Yeah, and she's going through a uh you know a, a a little divorce. bit of a yeah, like a rough time obviously yeah. in her uh life. And the movie does I think do a great job of not just eliciting empathy from the audience for its lead character but also attempting to teach the audience about empathy if you are not already tuned in into how it works (laughs) because the character of Brittany is one who really does need to kind of you know, I'm going to say this politely, get out of her own ass (laughs) and really understand that the people that uh, are around her on a daily basis are also going through their own shit and Once I think you understand that, I I think it's very, very easy to take away um, a bit of uh, the blame, uh, you know, that you would normally put onto others for why you are the way you are or feel the way that you feel. And then that's when you can finally start to look inward and make those changes that she makes.
0: I totally agree. 100%.
1: So I really, really like how, in terms of the way that the characters are all set up, Um, the fact that they all feel authentic, they feel like Mm -hmm. real people. Oh my God. And Paul Downs' uh, Collazo is a playwright, uh, which I think really much comes through here, even though he is playing, like I said, in certain cinematic tropes. um, There is an essence of humanity that weaves its way through Bernie Runs a Marathon that makes it feel that much more pure, as you said before, Dan,
0: and genuine. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I... I really love that he's, you know the um the three of them, uh the characters played by Jillian Bell and Mike stock and um M- Michaela Watkins uh, uh, Michaela Watkins. I just really love how they form this sort of like band of misfits, but they're not really misfits, okay like
1: yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's,
0: I get what you mean. It's sort of like a bad news bears of running sort of they're not they're not um they're not cliche yeah. movie characters. they're yeah. real people exactly <laughs> and but they're like. I mean, and Michaela Watkins' character, you know, she's a runner from the very beginning of the movie, so she's not like an underdog when it comes to running the marathon necessarily. But like it she still feels like an underdog because of the stuff that she's going through in life. And I think that's what the movie is really about, is how these people, particularly Britney, but all three of these people, sort of found something in deciding to run and specifically to run a marathon um how it changed their perspective on life and changed their lives and i think it's a while at the same time saying that like this may not necessarily be the thing that changes everyone's life but it did it for these people and this is why you know and like and because of that i feel like this is a yeah, it's a feel good movie in every sense of the word. And like and I when it got to the end, look, I know some people who run marathons and they've heard me say this and I I think marathon runners are crazy. I just do. This this movie did not necessarily change that opinion. But yeah by the end of it, I was like, Oh, you know what? I'm totally gonna go out and I'm gonna do the same thing and within a year, or two years, I'm totally gonna run the marathon. I could do it. I could totally do it because it's that kind of movie.
1: I mean, I'm not going to run the New York City Marathon. Not- I, I, I genuinely feel like there are certain decisions I can make in my life right now that would drastically decrease my lifespan. And that sounds like one of them. However, however... For the sake of getting in a little bit better shape, maybe how I was in my early 20s or something along those lines, I'm all for it. Absolutely. You know, I'll admit that this movie inspired me to look at what she was doing. And there were, like, little things, such as the fact that all she needs to do is run from uh, where she's currently standing outside, like, her front door, to yeah. the end of the block. And that's it. Yeah. Like, there's no need to have to run for 10 minutes, mm. 5 minutes, 5 miles, 10 miles, doesn't matter. Just get from here to there, step one. Yeah, That's it. And yeah, you might be out of breath and you'll be like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> but it's all about making small baby steps yeah. of progress. And I think that the movie does a great job of illustrating that anyone can do it mentality and attitude so that this way, yeah, when you're watching it, I mean, when she goes to the gym, for example, and she finds out how much like the gym memberships are, it's true that gym memberships are absolutely insane. They are insane. So the fact that this is a free thing that literally anybody at any point at any time can do themselves, I think that that is incredibly freeing. And I think that is also um, such a positive takeaway from this film. If nothing else, if nothing else you get from Brittany Runs a Marathon, realize that the ability to exact change can come from you and it can happen at any time.
0: Exactly. I I particularly love that you know, she starts running because the doctor tells her to basically like you only have so long to live your heart and lungs and everything are not where they should be at your age. But in the end, I think it's a little howry, um, his character who says to her, like it was never really about changing your body. It was about changing mm-hmm. what was inside of you. And that is so true. It's so true. Yeah, there's it's a, a lot of um, – Attitude.
1: There's a lot of image project- uh, projection that uh, goes on in this movie as well where the character starts thinking uh, in terms of one way of how they view themselves and the image that they are trying to forcibly put out there for others about how she's always trying to like make her friends laugh. And yeah. she just wants to be like – continue to keep being that person. I love Even that at moment. the – Yeah, he yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: God. That was such a great scene.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, And and then, like we were saying before, though, um, about how it kind of goes deeper than that. Mm -hmm. You know, this movie is not, like I said, your surface level rom-com, you know, indie film. This is definitely a film that is exploring the fact that everything isn't just on the surface. And there are much more complex things going on beneath the surface. And it exemplifies that not just in its story, but also in its characters. And Mm -hmm. I I just really, really appreciate the film for tying that in both thematically and also um, just, like I said, it's working on multiple levels here as a result. So there's also this really great, interesting conversation too in regards to uh, pity that we take upon people Mm -hmm. versus real actual genuine support yes. that people uh, receive from others. And I, I, I love that that is also a topic of conversation in this as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and about like, it's about how you see you and how you start carrying yourself and how you feel about you, wh- however that comes from you know like it's whether you feel better about yourself because of the way you look or just because of the way you know your body feels inside you present yourself differently to the world mm-hmm. and it's it's that inner feeling that people start noticing and start holding doors for her and things like that and she there's a moment in the movie when she thinks that it's only because she lost all this weight and she looks more conventionally pretty now or whatever and the, but, you know, but the did she say
1: of, she says, like uh, somebody actually like like people started holding yeah, holding doors open for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: and and, um, and then she but she realizes, you know, with with the help of other characters because it's that kind of movie, that like it wasn't just because of that. It was because she started to gain more confidence and more happiness and was projecting that into the world.
1: I also want to say, too, for the record, that the film does have some good bits of humor, some really, really disgusting <laughs> humor, really funny, <laughs> you know, some some really witty, clever humor as well. Um, I think that Jillian Bell completely knocks us out of the park to the point that, yes, obviously we've seen her in the Jump Street films mm-hmm. before. Some people have seen her in Eastbound and Down, uh, but for a lot of people, and it sucks that this is happening to her now <laughs> as she's in her mid-30s, because I feel like this should have happened many years ago yeah. for her. I really think this movie is the movie that could blow her up finally and give her the opportunities that she has always deserved and she has always ran with. It's just that I don't think people have really noticed.
0: This is the first like big lead role she's gotten Right, I think and exactly, like, and this should absolutely make her a star. I mean, she's hysterical in Rough Night. Oh God, she's historical hyster- <laughs> in everything she's ever been in, and now she gets a whole movie to not only be funny but to you know to get all of the the big dramatic arc too, and she nails it. She nails every last bit of it, and the the physical transformation is is really incredible too and i don't know if that was makeup or if that was really her
1: i i know that i i I do believe that it has been said exactly what it is but i i too don't remember and i remember watching it and thinking to myself the same thing okay did they film the earlier sequences first yeah and then go the other way or did they shoot in reverse because I was trying to pinpoint that myself, because I'm like, well, you can't shoot this movie out of sequence because, oh man, that would be rough. Unless you, know? you got
0: some really amazing makeup artists because none of that, like when she is, you know, I, for lack of better term, at the beginning of the movie, when she's more overrate and a little bit slovenly, I, it does not look like makeup.
1: No. And No, not so at all. So if,
0: if it is makeup job, you know, hats off, you all should win an Oscar because that's really believable.
1: I agree. I agree completely, which makes me believe it wasn't makeup.
0: Yeah, it, same. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I I think you know, obviously, this isn't a movie that I don't think has um a tremendous amount of like you know, like I was saying before, it's not a movie that doesn't that has a particular amount of like depth to it, but that does not mean that this is a, a film that even though we're not going to talk about it for mm-hmm. an hour long, that does not yeah. make this movie any less great.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's one of those movies that you watch and it is just a really pleasant way to spend time. And if you want to have a movie that is going to make you think about deeper things, those things are there in this movie and Mm -hmm. they, you know, they don't really go that much deeper beyond the surface of them, but they're there and, you know, they provide material to talk about after or whatever it is you need. Um, I, it, it's just a film that I really enjoyed watching. I enjoyed it. I thought about it, you know, a lot afterwards, kept, you know, playing back scenes in my head. Like I can see this being one of those movies that I can just watch over and over again and enjoy just as much each time.
1: Absolutely. Uh yeah, completely agree with you on that. I I do have two final thoughts mm-hmm. specifically that yeah. I want to just touch on. Um one is of our very own Will Mavity, uh, dog sits from time to time, <laughs> and this movie illustrates why more people maybe should take up dog sitting. Because holy hell, does it look like a really fantastic a job?
0: Really <laughs> job, right?
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's that, and then the other thing I also want to point out too is that I'm a Tiesto fan. Okay. So at the end of the movie, yeah. yeah so at the end of the movie, when the final race comes on. And uh, Tiesto starts playing as, like, the song during the uh, race itself. Dan, I kid you not, I had tears in my eyes. And I wanted so, so badly to just stand up and clap and cheer and just go nuts. Not so much because of the music, but just because the the, the music itself helped with the feeling that I felt in terms of this journey. And... Listen, when you go to, like, EDM shows and things of that nature, the music is meant to be, like, that feel-good kind of music, yeah, you know, where warrior. you're supposed to be celebrating life and, you know, hey, and everything's great. And in that moment after this journey this character's been on, oh, everything feels so great. I it's really, such a great release of emotion. I, I just – I absolutely loved it.
0: Yeah, when that came out in the movie, I – was in total fist pump territory. I was either, and I was like, I, I was in a, a press screening in New York, so I'm like, like I sunk down in my seat a little and had this big smile on my face, and I was just pumping my fist to the music. And while she was running, I it was like, the the whole marathon sequence. Um, it's weird because it's like basically, uh, it's, it falls just short of being a commercial for the New York City Marathon, but like. It's so well done. It like it's one of the best like sports like cheering sports sequences that I think I've ever seen.
1: And then they also get like pretty creative too in terms of like the animated map. So that this way you yes. get uh, a geographical yeah. um, idea of what is actually happening in terms of the race.
0: Yeah, and how long she's been running. And yeah,
1: yeah. So all of that's really really wonderful. I, I'm I'm really. Uh, the more the more I talk about it, the more I'm just like, I want to go watch it again. Like I right now. Can we go? <laughs> Let's just run to the movie theater, Dan. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I actually have a, a f- very good friend of mine who, um, who started running seriously in her mid-30s, just like Brittany, a couple years ago and ran the New York City Marathon for the first time uh, last year or the year before. And I kept thinking of her the whole time throughout this movie. And I don't think her situation is quite the same as Brittany's is. But I kept thinking of her the whole time and going, just like, God, she would absolutely love this movie. Um, and I, I can't wait to hear back from her now that it's going to open to see if she actually does. But I told her about it and she's like, I know about it. I am already have a date to see it with all my running friends. And that's like, I'm just really happy that this movie exists because... There have been so many, you know, underdog sports stories, and I'm just glad that that runners finally have theirs.
1: I agree. Yeah, I mean, and it's not—it's not just chariots it's a fire.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tiesto is way better than Vangelis. I'll just say it.
1: Ooh, ooh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> buddy, whoa! Different kind of Sims there, my friend. All right, <laughs> different kind of Sims. <laughs> Very different. What grade would you give? Brittany runs a marathon.
0: I. It is a solid eight out of ten for me.
1: A very, very strong 8 out of 10 from me as well. Definitely run to the theater to see it, people. Absolutely. Uh, one last uh, conversation here, Dan. While I don't sense any Oscar potential for this movie, I do wonder, could Gillian Bell be in play for a Golden Globe nomination?
0: I This is the thing that I am hoping for with all my heart. Um, I would really love for Pull Downs Collide Zone so to make – some headway in uh the screenplay categories this year but i don't think he will um but yeah i i am hoping and praying for jillian bell and that lead actress in a comedy category i think she could i think she has just enough star power combined with a sort of stars born um you know like discovery moment maybe um and if amazon plays it right i i think she it could happen i don't I'm not, I, I may be about like 50, 50 on whether it actually will happen, but I think she stands a chance that I'm going to be pushing for her. I
1: will say this, Brittany Forglore as a character might just be my favorite hero of 2019 so far.
0: I, ooh.
1: I'm not saying superhero. No, I know. I'm saying hero.
0: That's a, she. If she's not the best, then she's definitely up there for me, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, like, one of the best uh, things about, like, you know, this movie as well, is that Gillian Bell, as an actress, gives us a character that we can all believe in. And I think that's supremely important.
0: Yeah, she's definitely the the character this year that I want to befriend the most.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which is saying something, considering how she starts at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) So... Yeah. Yeah. All around high remarks. Um, I really hope, really hope the rest of the team gets a chance to see this in the coming days, as well as the listeners out there as well. I, I think that their time uh, spent with it will be well worth it. So,
0: all right, Dan, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at and Dan on film.
1: And you can find me over at Next Best Picture. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our review of Brittany Runs a Marathon here on the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. Rate us five stars. Leave us a comment. We really, really appreciate your feedback as well as your support, which you can lend over at Patreon for $1 minimum a month. You can get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And we shall see you all next time.